Coming up in this week's Triton Spotlight, we're talking women's hoops with Triton grad student Denali Pinto. We'll chat with a Colorado native about everything from Division II hoops to pasta to her work with robotics to aid in recovery from surgery. How did an amazing student with a chemical engineering background end up with a master's in finance? And is it really true she was named for the National Park in Alaska? You'll find out in a moment in this week's Triton Spotlight. Welcome to episode 91 of Triton Cast, the podcast for UC San Diego Athletics. I'm Jeff Turiel. Whether you found us on UCSDTritons.com or on your favorite podcast platform, we're so happy you've tuned in this week. If you enjoy the show, be sure to subscribe, rate us, or write a brief review. Before we get to this week's Triton Spotlight, let's go around campus. Bryce Pope from Men's Basketball was named the Big West Player of the Week for the first time after helping the Tritons to a 5-0 start and a first-place tie atop the Big West standings. Women's Water Polo starts its season this weekend, and junior center Kendall Thomas was named to the All-Big West preseason coaches team. An amazing 55 Triton Scholar athletes were selected to the 2023 Big West Fall All-Academic Team for their success in competition and in the classroom. And this week's University Credit Union Athletes of the Week are Asia Kozen from Women's Swimming and Francis Wakoria from Men's Basketball. Congrats to those two. Now it's on to this week's Triton Spotlight. Our guest this week is women's basketball grad student Denali Pinto. The second-year Triton goes deep on her Division II career at Colorado School of Mines, her devastating injury that could have derailed her career in her first game as a Triton, celebrating a birthday with her teammates in Italy, and so much more. Here's our Triton Spotlight conversation with Denali Pinto. Denali, what is your favorite aspect of playing basketball? Wow. Um, broad question. You know, I really just love the, the team environment and like the team camaraderie with, with it. It's really just amazing how we're all working towards a common goal and just like seeing the growth of the team aspect throughout the season is pretty awesome. Um, every year that I've played college basketball, like there's just been enormous growth of the team and then the team chemistry changes and get more tight knit and just having that like group that you can kind of call your sisters is just pretty awesome. So that's the, I think that's my favorite part of basketball, just that team camaraderie aspect. And how do you, as a team, how do you build that? How do you develop it? Right. Because as you just noted, teammates come and go from one year to the next. So how do you develop that camaraderie? Right. Yeah. The camaraderie really is a year to year thing and the team chemistry changes year to year. Um, I honestly think one of the best ways to develop it is off the court. Um, whether it's team dinners or team events like bowling or um, we, I think this year we even did like um, ax throwing, which was pretty awesome. Um, but I think that really is developed off the court with like lunches and things like that, getting to know each other outside of basketball. And then that just builds that even tighter bond um, on the court. This year we had the awesome opportunity to go to Italy as a team, which just a fantastic once in a lifetime experience. And I think that's really helped this team kind of be like that tight knit group that we need to succeed on the court. Well, we'll talk Italy for sure, but ax throwing, whose idea was that? <laughs> I'm not sure. It was one of the coaches ideas, I think, but that was quite the experience. It was my first time ever, ever doing that. So who, uh, who held it down from the squad? 
um rosa was solid at it that would be scary to give her an axe for sure (laughs) she was quite accurate and could always stick it (laughs) that is amazing and then even you mentioned bowling are you a bowler um you know not really but in those scenarios for sure like i think anything that's a little bit competitive is just really fun um especially outside of basketball, things that'll get you excited for your teammates. Just a super fun um, activity. You're from Boulder, Colorado. When did you begin playing basketball? Yeah, I'm from Boulder. I started playing basketball, I think I was in first or second grade. My mom was my first coach. I remember that. Um, That was always super fun playing, playing in the YMCA. She taught us the basics and how to jump stop and finish around the rim. Um, yeah. So I started playing and yeah, when I was seven or eight in first grade. Were you playing other sports then too? I was. Yeah. My, my parents fully believed in multi-sports. Um, I played basketball. Soccer was the big one. Club soccer took up a lot of time. Um, softball, uh, some tennis as well and some volleyball as well growing up. Was there a point where you began to gravitate towards basketball? Yeah, I think I started kind of gravitating towards basketball, definitely in high school, but it was kind of before that. Um, I want to say even in like sixth grade and middle school, I was kind of feeling like basketball might be like my favorite sport. I just love the fast paced nature of it. And as I kind of talked about before that team, team-based aspect of it too um and it's just an awesome awesome sport because you get to play offense and defense and it's just really competitive environment what are some of your favorite memories from basketball at the high school level um basketball in high school we we did pretty well i know my, my freshman year we made it to the, the grade eight which was so fun. We got to play at the Denver Coliseum and that was just a crazy, awesome environment. Um, then my, uh, throughout the time in high school, my, my coach there actually took us on lots of different trips. We got to actually come to San Diego and I played in the, in Lion Tree Arena in, when I was in high school. I didn't realize it at the time that <laughs> I was really at UCSD, but looking back on it now that I'm here, that was a really fun tournament. Um, my coach in high school also brought us out to Florida to the ESPN Wide World of Sports Center where we got to play in tournaments there as well. So it was really those travel tournaments that kind of really sparked my memory. And those were just incredible, like also kind of once in a lifetime opportunities. When we went to the ESPN Wide World of Sports Center in Florida, we got to go to Disney World and Harry Potter World and it was just super fun to enjoy those places with my teammates. That's pretty cool. Have you been to Orlando and done the theme park thing prior to that? Yeah, I actually had. My uh, my family really loves Disney World and all those theme parks. My mom always calls it the happiest place on earth. And um, we would be sure to, to travel there a lot um, just yeah, growing up. So those were always really fun family trips that I would have. So for college, you attended Colorado School of Mines. Uh, How did you end up there? Right. Yeah. So my first four years of college, I went to the Colorado School of Mines. Um, It was it was definitely a difficult choice in the moment. But looking back on it, it was really the perfect fit for me. 
I really wanted to go somewhere that was super strong academically and that I would be able to make an impact on the basketball court and compete on the basketball court as well. And mine's just kind of the perfect fit for that. It's an engineering school in Colorado. And I wasn't entirely sure that I wanted to do engineering, but I did know that I really liked math and science. So people I would talk to generally told me that engineering would be a good career path with that. Um, and mine's is a great engineering school. I majored in chemical engineering and minored in biomedical engineering. And it was very competitive basketball as well. We ended up winning two RMAC championships throughout my time there. Um, and the basketball side of it was super fun. I was able to kind of <laughs> ball out a little bit, which was, it was a great time, built some great friendships there. Yeah, I think you're underselling the, the athletic part a little bit. Uh, <laughs> program's all-time leader in points, single season points, career points, points in a game, scoring average, and so on and so on. <laughs> uh, what are some of your favorite basketball memories from mines um some of my favorite memories from mines would be we had this rivalry with mesa throughout my time there and just anytime we would beat them that would just feel so good um one of my best memories from there was actually my senior night game um my mom figured out a way to fly my brother out and from upstate new york where he was going to college and I had absolutely no idea. It was the biggest surprise. And I saw him there before the game and was almost in tears. Some of my teammates were almost in tears. It was just a really special moment. And to make it even better, um, we won that game, which solidified us as the RMAC regular season champion. So that was kind of just one of those just awesome moments. A little bit bittersweet because that was one of my last games at Mines. But just so, so awesome to have that family experience and also um it's a great experience on the court as well how did you balance getting that chemical engineering degree and playing competitive basketball while you were at mines yeah uh <laughs> carefully i guess um looking back on it i'm not entirely sure how i how i did that i think it really really helped that everybody on the team was also in engineering so on bus rides, we'd be doing homework on the bus. Um, any extra free time that we would have between practice and weights, we would be doing homework. Um, it was kind of just like making sure you understood what was going on in each course and definitely talking to professors very early on in each semester, those semesters there. Um, because you would be missing school for, for travel and basketball quite a bit. So definitely having to stick up for yourself and kind of be just on top of your schoolwork all of the time. Um, one of my teammates and I were actually were both chemical engineering majors there um, the same year. So her and I did a lot of studying together. And I think that was also super helpful to kind of have that almost like a buddy system um, to try to learn all that material together. You said that you weren't sure you wanted to go into engineering necessarily when you went to mines, but having earned that degree, what did you think of engineering? Did that sway you one direction or the other? Yeah. So having earned that degree in chemical engineering, I definitely want to use it in my career. I don't entirely know what I want to do yet, but um, I just think engineering is a great way to 
impact the world in one way or another. And um, my goal in life is to have that like a positive impact on the world. And I think that with with my chemical engineering degree and now um, my master of finance from UCSD, I think that I'll be able to um, kind of make make a bit of a difference. So I'm excited to kind of see what the future holds there. You're jumping ahead a little bit. You've sp- now you've <laughs> spoiled the part where we say that you come to UCSD. I don't know if people would have figured that out. Um, so we'll get we'll get to UC San Diego in a minute. But while you were at Mines, uh, you were the Colorado Sportswoman of the Year in 2021. What did that award mean to you? I mean, yeah, that was just really incredible and just super humbling. Um, I had the privilege of so in that time it was COVID, so. Um, the award show and like ceremony was all online. And I remember getting to watch that show and just hearing about the accomplishments of so many other people, um, so many other amazing, strong women in Colorado. Um, It was just, it was really cool to just even have my name be on that list at all. So um, just really, really awesome to be kind of put on that list um, and get that award. But yeah, just a very humbling experience. What was it like competing in the NCAA tournament in Division Two? Yeah, so my my senior year at Mines, we finally were able to go to the NCAA tournament. The year before, actually, we should have gone to the tournament, but um, because of COVID circumstances, my team wasn't able to go, which was unfortunate because we were the top-ranked team in the region and could have made a pretty good run. Um, but my senior year, we finally were able to make it to the tournament and it was a pretty awesome experience, even that we did lose our first game there, but just kind of the, the environment and the vibe um, and just being able to play in the postseason was it's, it's a feeling like you, you don't have in other situations. So um, just, I'm super grateful and fortunate that I was able to be on that team and we made it to, to the tournament, which was the ultimate goal for that season. Very, very cool. We're chatting with Denali Pinto this week on Triton Cast. Is it true that you're named for Denali in Alaska? Yep. Um, I'm named after the National Park in Alaska. <laughs> My parents were actually hiking in the National Park on Denali um, Mountain. And after my dad proposed, so that's where my parents got engaged. So it's a special um, namesake for sure. How cool is that? Have you been? I have not, but it is definitely on my bucket list. I think this summer I'm going to try to get get up there. I've heard that it's beautiful, especially in the summer. It is beautiful. I can attest to that. And yes, you should go. So (laughs) ultimately, obviously, we know that you're here at UC San Diego. How did you end up becoming a Triton? Right. Yeah. So after my senior year at Mines, um, after graduating, I... uh, kind of decided that I wanted to enter the transfer portal. I wanted to play division one basketball. It had kind of been my dream ever since I was a little girl. And with my COVID year, I kind of had that opportunity. So I decided to put my name in the transfer portal and reach out to a bunch of coaches. And um, Heidi was one of those coaches that I reached out to and she gave me a pretty immediate response, which was awesome. Um, but yeah, ended up getting recruited by a few schools. And when I came out to visit UCSD, it was definitely very difficult not to see myself here. So I decided to commit here and I'm yeah super glad that I did. It's been 
really an awesome experience out here. I've learned a ton about myself. What was it about UC San Diego that ultimately made you decide to come here? Ultimately, I loved the coaching staff and the players. I think kind of just in my life in general, it kind of always just comes back to the people and you're with these people all the time. I'm with my teammates all the time, surrounded by my coaches all the time. And they really make this place special. I mean, it's not, it's hard to beat the beach. You can see, I can see the ocean from where I'm sitting right now, which is just honestly super incredible. I don't know if that's just the Colorado in me speaking, but um, having the beach so close is so awesome. And um, just the vibe here, I just, I really have enjoyed it a lot. Coming to UC San Diego, you decided to pursue your master's in finance. How did you select that major? Yeah, so my master's in finance is definitely definitely very different than my undergrad degree in engineering. But looking at it further and upon talking to other people about it, it's not all that different than getting an MBA, which lots of people in engineering actually do. Um, so I think looking back on it now, like it's going to be great for me to have like a business kind of education as well as my engineering education. Um, coming to UCSD, Master's of Finance program was one of the only programs that I could actually still apply to and come to San Diego. And I was pretty set that I wanted to come out here. So um, as one of my only options left, I am pretty excited that I get to have this master of finance degree. Plus I was also looking for a degree that would be a year long because that's how much eligibility I had left. So um, a few factors went into it, but ultimately pretty glad with how it's turned out. Yeah. And you recently earned that degree. Congratulations. How exciting was Thank that? You. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that was really exciting. I was able to walk in December and a bunch of my teammates actually came to my ceremony along with my parents and my brother. Um, so that was just super awesome to have that environment. Um, when, when the, um, director of my program said my name, I had a big, big cheering section, which was super fun. So it's just awesome to be almost kind of rewarded for the, the hard work that I've put in. Well, speaking of hard work, let's go to the court. So you're here as a grad student, as a Triton in 2022, 2023, season opener, Cal Baptist, you're having a heck of a game and you got hurt. And just like that, your season was over. What was going through your mind? Yeah, that was honestly pretty devastating. Um, I really came out here to play with that team and play with those girls. And um, yeah, as you said, I was playing good. I was feeling good. Um, I ended up going down and um, hurt my knee. It was definitely a pretty pretty tough moment. Um, I actually ended up trying to play on it. So I had torn my ACL and my medial meniscus and um, asked if I could try to play out the rest of the season on it. So I did a ton of rehab, a ton of strengthening of the quad, hamstring, calves, just muscles around the knee, um, tons of change of direction work and even some contact work. And I was about a week away from getting back onto the court um, when I re-injured. And when I re-injured, my meniscus actually flipped. So it 
went into the front of my kneecap. They called it a bucket handle and they told me I was no longer functional. So I needed surgery. And so I ended up getting surgery in January of 2023. And yeah, I've been on the kind of like the road to recovery since then. It's, it's a long one with the ACL, but um, now I'm feeling good and I'm so glad that I ended up staying for another year and um, became a six-year college athlete. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about that because initially you were going to try to play through, but then ultimately about a year ago when you needed surgery, was that a tough decision to decide to try and rehab and come back and play here? Or was there any thought of, okay, you know, I had a great four years at Mines and I'm done with college basketball? Honestly, when when I re-injured in January, I there was probably a, a brief thought of I, I could be done, but kind of with how, how that went and how close I was to being able to play last year, I knew I needed to give myself the chance to play one more year out. Um, I had already done a ton of rehab for my knee, even before that re-injury. So I knew that I could do that again, even if it would be for quite a bit longer. Um, so there was maybe maybe a few seconds time that I considered being finished, but ultimately I knew that I needed to come back for one more year. What was the toughest part of rehab for you? Oh man, the toughest part of rehab was probably being non-weight bearing for the first six weeks. That was, those first six weeks were, were pretty tough. Um, I was in a straight leg brace and on crutches and just, that was honestly a very humbling experience as well. My, my mom was able to be out here for a lot of that time, which was super helpful. Just the things you don't even think about that are hard, like going up and down stairs and um, even showering and getting into and out of cars, trying to get places. And I was still in grad school during all that time. So I think, yeah, that was, that was pretty difficult. And even before the second injury and the surgery, just while you were out from the first one, how hard was it for you being on the bench and not out there to support your teammates on the court? Yeah, that was also a very difficult. I think that first game out was pretty tough. Um, I, I knew that I needed to kind of grow a little bit and um, kind of enter a different role than I expected to be in on that team. So kind of entered more into a coaching role where I would try to see where players needed help and kind of just use my basketball IQ from the bench to help my teammates in whatever way I could, but that wasn't on the court. So I definitely became more of a vocal leader in that year. And I'm seeing the benefits of that pay off now where I am able to figure out how to talk to my teammates and what people need to hear in order to kind of get the best performance out of people. Our guest this week on Triton cast is Denali Pento from women's basketball. You referenced this earlier in our conversation, but back in August, hard to believe it was that long ago, the team had the opportunity to go on a foreign tour in Italy. What were some of your favorite memories or moments during that 10 day excursion? Yeah, that trip to Italy was absolutely incredible. The, um, we got to go to so many cool places. I particularly loved Lake Como and taking the boat ride to Bellagio. That was 
that was just amazing and just so gorgeous. Um, we also got to go to Florence and Rome and Venice and just the food there was just amazing. I, I still dream about that food, the pasta and the pizza and the amazing salads. Um, I think just that trip like with my teammates was just, it was just so much fun. Um, we got to play a few games out there. I wasn't playing yet. So I was still in kind of the uh, player coach semi type of role, but um, just the experience and the travel and, and seeing like the culture there um, was just awesome. Super incredible. What was the best thing you ate while we were there? Um, the best thing that I ate when I was in Italy was in Venice. Um, some of my teammates and I went to this place that had really, really good seafood. And we got this crab pasta that like came in a crab shell. It was so incredible. It was so good that one of my teammates even like <laughs> licked the crab shell clean and put it on her head to take a picture because it was just so awesome. So we were all raving about that place and wanted to keep going back. And you also got to celebrate a birthday while you were there. I did. Yes. I turned 23 in Florence, which I don't think many people can say that they did that. So that was, that was pretty special. So we bring it to this basketball season. And what was the emotion like for you when you finally got back out on the court in a real game? Right. Yeah. Um, so I actually got to play a few minutes in a scrimmage against um point loma and i kind of consider those some of my first minutes i i was locked in ready to go and I, I hit my first two shots which was just a great feeling um i really felt like like i was back um my first real minutes were against cal baptist which was actually the team that i got injured against um the previous year um so there definitely was a little bit of um, I wouldn't say anxiety, but just a little bit of concern about about the game. I, I didn't know how my movements would be entirely, how my knee would hold up. But um, honestly, it just being back on the court and just experiencing kind of the just the D1 college game play again is just something that I'll never forget for the rest of my life. So it's just so grateful and fortunate to be back on the court and playing. How long did it take you to notice that your knee was fine and you weren't thinking about it or favoring it anymore? Yeah, I think in the games, I'm generally not thinking about it too much. I think there's some times where I'll take a step and maybe have a twinge of pain and I'll think, oh, it's not like quite right. But I definitely am now getting used to wearing the brace and moving with the brace and um, honestly feeling almost back to normal in that sense. It, it did take some time to get used to the brace, I would say. Um, but I think my movements and just getting my legs underneath me has just helped a lot in these past few weeks. There was a game earlier this month when you played Fullerton, you hit seven out of nine, three pointers. Was there, a, did you know that you were feeling it that day? <laughs> Um, during the game, I knew I was feeling it. I didn't know entirely how many shots I had hit, but um, that was a fun game. It did feel like the basket was quite large. So that was fun to um, 
that my teammates just found me in, in spots that I knew I could make shots from. And they were going in that day, which felt so good. Uh, it really felt like I was back in that game for sure. Maybe an unfair question as you're in your first full competitive season with UC San Diego, but so far, where's your favorite Big West road trip? Ooh, yeah, that's a tough one. I didn't get to travel with the team that much last year. Um, I might right, have to so get limited back choices. to you. I might have, yeah. yeah, might have to get back to you on that one. I think that Hawaii will be pretty fun. We have them this Saturday, so um, I think that'll be a pretty cool place to play. Yeah, but you got a tough schedule going out there Friday. <laughs> you don't have a lot Very of time. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong with that, but... Um, I think just going to Hawaii in general, just it's something that people do for vacation. So to be able to do that on a business trip like this is pretty special. What is your favorite memory with this year's team so far as of January? What's today? 15th. Yeah. Um, I think my favorite memory with this year's team would have to be mm, there's just so many memories going through my head <laughs> like Italy trip was just super fun um our our like, I guess it was a neutral site win but against Boise State that was just a really fun win also um I don't know I think I think we're gonna have lots more time to make make some of those great basketball memories but just the off the court memories in Italy especially I think are gonna stay with me for the rest of my life there's a great photo of you from the Boise State game you and Sumeya celebrating <laughs> yeah that that photo is awesome um definitely was um, shared around by my mom to all of our family friends as well. Just the intensity and the competitiveness in each of us. Um, it's just been really fun to kind of grow and, and with her and play, play basketball this year with her. She's such a fierce competitor. It's been awesome. That is really cool. And what about family? Do they get to see you play in person now that you're back on the court? Right. Yeah. Both of my parents are in an Airbnb for all of January. So they've been to almost every game they've been to every home game and my brother actually has been able to be out here watching my games for a while too um they're so supportive and i'm just so thankful that and grateful that i have family that are able to come out here and watch me play and be so encouraging and supportive of my basketball endeavors do they get to go to hawaii with you they're not going to hawaii with me <laughs> um it's a bit quick of a a trip them they, they do have to work they work remotely because of they're able to because of covid but um it makes them able to watch me play which they also love to do how did they they being family how did they help you get through last year and the challenging time with the injuries yeah my family helped me a ton getting through my injuries um every time there would be a change in my situation my parents would be the first people that i would call um they were just super supportive and kind of wanting the best for me in the long run, which they're able to sometimes see better than I can in the moment. So um, they're just a great sounding board for me and I trust both of them so much. So they're just, yeah, they're both awesome. And everything that they do for me is just 
incredible. And I'm so appreciative of both of my parents in particular and my brother. A little bit earlier, we discussed kind of real life adulthood and what you might want to do once you are finished at UC San Diego and your, your basketball career comes to a close. So what, what is on your mind? What are you thinking about next steps? Yeah. So, um, as I kind of mentioned before, I, I now have a master's of finance to go along with my chemical engineering degree. Um, I think as of now, I want to kind of go back into that engineering realm and see what I can do there before kind of going more using the finance route. Um, I had an amazing internship the summer between, um, my senior year of college and coming out here, um, with Medtronic, who are a biomedical device company. And I worked as a test engineer there on the validation test team, where we got to work with um, cranial and spine surgical navigation equipment. So I worked with, like, I did cadaver labs, got to work with surgeons and scrub techs um, to kind of test out the Medtronic equipment. And that was honestly just a really awesome eye-opening experience into kind of what engineering can do for people and to help people who have to go through surgery because surgery is, is brutal, honestly, any, any surgery that you have and to see that and to also go through it. I think, um, one of my goals or one career path that I am thinking about going into would be kind of just trying to make surgical equipment better and help make surgeries less invasive and speed up recovery times. Um, so maybe, um, maybe I'll try to go into something like that. That would, that was honestly an awesome internship. So. And yeah. did that, first of all, that internship sounds incredible, but when you got hurt and had your surgery, did that also help inform your thinking? Yeah. So, um, honestly, like having my surgery definitely, definitely like showed me how difficult it is just to recover from surgery in general. And I had a great support system in place with that. So um, I think if there's any way for recoveries to be a little bit easier, like that, that would just be something that's super beneficial in the world in general. I read that you are a fan of the Denver Nuggets, which makes sense geographically. <laughs> were you able to see that any of their practices when they were on campus the last couple of years? Yeah, I was actually. It was super fun to see their practices, actually. They they work hard when they're in the drill, but they're having a great time when they're outside of the drill. And um, they really do act like a family, which honestly, I think is what they, they needed to win the NBA championship last year. Um, it, it was really neat to, to be able to see them practice and see how, how professionals work and kind of what they need to do to succeed. And bringing it back to your time as a Triton, not at all trying to rush you off the court or anything, but as your time winds <laughs> down, do you find yourself kind of taking stock or soaking things in or paying more attention to maybe some little things knowing that, you know, you're on the tail end of your collegiate career? Yeah, a hundred percent. I think just every little moment I'm just enjoying more or even the days when I wake up and my body does hurt a bit because I got hit by a screen or whatever. Um, just still being able to go and practice and still play collegiate basketball is honestly something that I definitely 
want to make the most of in these last few weeks. Um, and then also just kind of turning it back to the people and helping out, helping out my teammates wherever I can with my um, kind of knowledge and experience. Cause I have been around college basketball for six years and a lot of my teammates are younger on the younger side. So just trying to give back in whatever way I can, because basketball has done so much for me and brought me so far. So just anything I can do to give back is kind of where I'm at right now. Our guest this week on Triton cast is Denali Pinto. You ready for some quick picks? All right, let's do it. Beach or mountains? Oh, that's tough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right now I'm going to say beach. I'm in San Diego now. I am from Colorado, so the mountains kind of are my calling a little bit, but um, right now I'll say beach. I don't normally pause quick picks to go back <laughs> to that, but long-term big picture, <laughs> do you see yourself staying in California or maybe going back home or still open? Still open, but yeah, both San Diego and Boulder, Colorado have been amazing places to live. So honestly, either of those places, I could definitely see myself settling down in. Definitely two of the most beautiful places in the continental U.S. Yeah, I've been lucky. <laughs> Back to quick picks. All right. Ocean or pool? Ocean. Indoors or outdoors? Outdoors. Sunrise or sunset? I'm going to have to go with sunset. I think sunrises are beautiful and great way to start the day. But I, th I just feel like sunsets last longer and just the different colors with the sun going down. It's, it's just a, a great end ending to the day. And the sunsets here over the ocean are really just something that's just so like amazing, like breathtaking every day. I'll go with my parents to try to go find the sunset or find the best spot to watch the sunset. It's such a, it's an event. It's a whole event. It truly is shopping in store or online in store reading or writing reading. Um, although I do like writing, I used to write a bunch of short stories growing up, but, um, right now reading, it's just, it's so fun to, especially like fictional books, just to enter a different world in that. <laughs> How do you find a good book? Usually recommendations. Um, if not, then I'll try to follow an author that I like, but, but definitely book recommendations from friends or how I'll get hooked on a series or an author. Favorite holiday. I'm going to have to go with Christmas on that one. My parents do a great job to make it just a super special holiday. Um, and there's just something different about Christmas spirit, some holiday cheer. Big fan. Podcasts or playlists? I'm going to have to go with playlists on this one. Although I do love a good podcast. Um, but my brother makes some pretty great playlists that he shares with me that I that I'll listen to a lot. Well, you have that source and absolutely take advantage of it <laughs> right. calls or texts um ooh. i'm gonna have to go with texts i think if i get called out of the blue it's a bit stressful but if it's if it's like a text that sets up the call then it's fine right i feel like in 2024 <laughs> just a phone call when you're not expecting it it's kind of invasive right yeah a little bit it seems bizarre to think that but yeah one place you've never been that you most want to visit? I'm going to have to go with Glacier National Park on that one, especially before that glacier melts. I really want to see that. Gorgeous. All right. Uh, I think, well, no, we're not, never mind. We're not quite there. Singing or dancing? 
Um, singing. I love to belt out songs in the car when the song's on full blast singing. Do you have a go-to track or artist? Um, I kind of love to belt out Billy Joel songs. I don't know why something about it, but especially, yeah. Yeah. I think Billy Joel songs. (laughs) Favorite type of music. Um, I'm gonna have to go with pop on that one. I would say favorite artist is Harry Styles. Um, absolutely love all of his songs. Dogs or cats? Dogs. They're just so fun and playful and just, I don't know, make people happy. Which one of your teammates thinks they're the funniest? <laughs> oh, I think... Hmm, that's a good question. I think I'm going to have to go with Dami. <laughs> okay. Yep. Which teammate is the funniest? Ooh. You know, Gracie will crack me up pretty good. I'm going to go with Gracie. She's un- unexpectedly funny, I would say. Which of your teammates is the best cook? Katie. Katie Springs, for sure. She is always whipping up food. Super delicious. Now that we're talking food, here we go. Peanut butter, creamy or crunchy? Creamy. What is your favorite food? My favorite food would have to be pasta. Well, if we're talking like real food, it's going to be any sort of pasta. But if we're talking dessert, ice cream, I absolutely love ice cream. Favorite flavor? Um, I think I'm going to have to go with Moose Tracks. There's a brand called Denali Moose Tracks. So yep. it even has my name on it. And I just love that. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's legit. <laughs> uh, pizza topping. Pepperoni. Favorite. Yeah, pepperoni. So back to ice cream, cup or cone? Hmm, definitely cone, especially like a homemade waffle cone. You can't go wrong with that. Just that aroma, honestly. Mm -hmm. French toast, pancakes, or waffles? Pancakes, especially like the Caroline's pancakes, the pancakes at Caroline's. They're just so fluffy and delicious. I'm going to have to go with that. If you could have played or could still play, I guess, one other sport for one day at UC San Diego and be good at it, what sport would you play? Okay. Um, I think I'm going to have to go with volleyball. If you, if you didn't say at UC San Diego and just said in general, I would say beach volleyball just because that just seems like such a difficult sport, but it's, it's so fun. Like I've played it a little bit, um, not super competitively, but um, just crazy hard sport and you have to get in such great shape and it's just so fun, especially to be outside as well. Um, but at UCSD volleyball. Denali, thanks so much for joining us this week. Thank you so much for having me. What a fun conversation with Denali. It's been a true joy seeing her get back on the court this season and it'll be a real treat to see what she does next in life. I hope you enjoyed listening to that as much as I enjoyed bringing it to you. Coming up on next week's show, We're talking Triton men's basketball with one of the team's standouts. So be sure you're subscribed to TritonCast on your favorite podcasting platform so you don't miss a moment. New episodes of TritonCast premiere on Wednesdays. Thank you for listening this week. And don't forget, you can find us on all of your favorite podcast platforms by searching TritonCast wherever you get your pods. And a reminder, you can listen to any of our 91 episodes anytime on demand. Just visit ucsdtritons.com slash podcasts.
For more on TritonCast, follow us on X at TritonCast. And if you have a suggestion for a future guest, you can send us a tweet or email us. Our email is tritoncast at ucsd.edu. We'll see you back here next week. You've been listening to TritonCast. TritonCast is a production of UC San Diego Athletics Communications. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on your platform of choice. If you have show questions or comments or suggestions for future guests, email us at tritoncast at ucsd.edu. You can also follow the show on Twitter at tritoncast. Thank you.